Hello, I am April. And I'm Em. And welcome to our podcast, Em and April, talking things business, socials, and Hi, and welcome back to the M and April podcast. I'm M, and I'm April. And today we are here with the beautiful Sally, um, and this is episode seven. So today we are going to be interviewing Sally uh, for your benefit, and uh, we both Em and I absolutely adore Sally. Um, and Sal, you're our first guest on our podcast. So welcome. Thank you. I'm really honoured. Yeah. I'm excited. It's very exciting. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about you? Who is Sally Williams? Mm, great question. How long have we got? <laughs> <laughs> as long as you need. <laughs> uh, well, I'm turning 50 in April. So it's, it feels like... Um, really appropriate that I get to do this bit of review, bit mm-hmm. of looking back on life. And as we're going into 2020, just looking back over the, the last 10 years, and then you're asking me really to encapsulate my life. It's it's a big question. Yeah. So I, where I thought I would start, just so I'm not boring the listeners, is um, starting from year 12, where I thought I was going to go into psychology. Yeah. I was career-wise being um thought I wanted to be a hairdresser and the career officer or whatever they were called back then says no no you meant for more than that and I got really huffy and mm. like no I want to be a hairdresser mm-hmm. the Aries stubbornness came out yeah. and so I tuned into hairdressing and ignored his plea but he saw something in me at that time which now makes a lot of sense with what I do and so I decided to um go down the hairdressing but I kept all options open at that Mm -hmm. time and applied for uni got in yeah deferred for 12 months as you do Mm -hmm. and went down the hairdressing track and really loved it Mm -hmm. loved the connection clients and so hairdressing has been really the biggest part of my life I'm married I have Mm -hmm. three kids I've been married for about 27 years um and you know that in itself is a whole story yeah (laughs) but let's stay with the hairdressing thing because it feeds into what I do now and what we're talking about with small business so Mm -hmm. um I dove in, as I do with everything that I do in life, I gave it my all and really loved hairdressing. So I started off in one place, one salon, and that didn't go so well and then had to find somewhere else. So I I had a lot of adversity and change Mm. that I had to navigate, but I really, really enjoyed it. And so hairdressing became my life. I opened my own salon about, what have I written here because I'm not great with time, around 2010 and along that journey of having children, postnatal depression, uh, realising I was quite the control freak mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that, in fact, was what I was being led to heal. And through hairdressing, I became really identified with a lot of busyness and achievement. And I think the type of listeners that you have will mm-hmm. identify maybe yeah. with this part of me, mm-hmm. um, you know, where I got so lost in the doing mm-hmm. and the busyness and really didn't look at who I was, what was really important. So yeah. even though hairdressing served me on a, mm. on a deep level, I still felt like I was prettying people up. There yeah. was a sense of, you know, mask wearing or making them something that they didn't feel in that moment. Yeah. And I was always very interested in who they are as people, um, less interested in normal hairdressing gossip, less interested in the weather. I mean, yeah. April, you were a client yeah. at a salon that mm-hmm. I worked with. That's our connection. Yeah. And um, that salon definitely was into, was not your normal salon. It mm. wasn't just a place you would go to, to gossip and so forth. So I had a good training ground where mm-hmm. we would 
go deep with our clients. And I was always, I think that psychology side of yeah. me, I was always very interested. So spirituality at this time of opening my business, meditation, questioning, mm. asking more, more about who I am, what is this about, this doesn't feel so fulfilling, yeah. even though I've been doing it for about 10 or 15 years at that time. So lots of questions started happening. Mm-hmm. But I still got very distracted in building a business, putting on as many staff as I could, getting caught up into the status of that, mm-hmm. wanting to earn more money, more money, more money, mm-hmm. yet at every level I couldn't find a, a sense of satisfaction, a sense of meaning or fulfilment. Mm-hmm. So I would then just up the ante thinking, oh, this is not it, there's more, there's more, yeah. and so I'd want more staff, more money. Sure. So it was, it's been a very interesting journey um, from that perspective. So once meditation come in and I started to slow down enough to listen, my intuition started speaking mm-hmm. and a whole new version of me started to merge. Mm-hmm. So no longer was I just identified with the voice in my head and um, its limiting beliefs yep. and keeping me small on mm-hmm. that level of thinking what was important. And I started to hear this other softer, more gentler, more feminine mm version of me because I was very masculine, very driven, very just all go, 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 do, do, do. And I've got a little story that I did want to share. I was probably um, maybe three years into owning my own small business at that time. I had maybe five staff, including myself. And I just, I was flogging my body, Mm -hmm. not eating properly, going from client to client, staying very distracted, very busy, all about the money. Um, and of course, looking after people, that was yeah, the priority. Yeah. I had my heart in the right place. <clears throat> Yet, um, there was a part of me that felt very lost. Yeah. Very, I carried this slightly anxious, empty hole mm-hmm. that I was trying yeah. to fill with, um, Material. Material stuff. Yep. yep, absolutely. The house, we'd built eight houses. Yeah. We'd, you know, <laughs> the cars, the, we'd all doing all of that in the background of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so one day, just an innocent trip across to Shepparton, across 45 minutes away from where we are here, um, family, only day off, traipsing across the grass. They all ran along the same grass <clears throat> and I just stepped down in my head, busy thinking about all the stuff I still had to do for the salon. I hadn't done this, you know, yeah. all that. Not, when you're in a business, what the mm. cons- how consumed you get. And my ankle snapped sideways. And in that moment, it was my left ankle, I'll never forget it, and in that moment I knew my life just like flashed before my eyes and I knew that a massive change was coming. Yeah. I could no longer continue to focus and do life the way you'd been doing it. The way I'd wow. been doing it, yeah. yeah. So it was, it was about hairdressing and a massive change now. I'm a psychic, intuitive, a life yeah. purpose mentor, Reiki healing um and chakra balancing practitioner all of those things have become known to me just in the last sort of five or six years but it's it's so far from where I thought I'd be and who I thought I was at that time so my ankle allowed me to slow down I thought I was going to have to have a big operation it made me freak out about the staff and how was I going to support that so I basically shut that business down within three weeks of that experience and brought everything home and converted my whole garage into a really cool little um, boutique salon beauty hair experience Mm -hmm. and took half the staff and the other half went and found other work Mm -hmm. and started to slowly, slowly listen 
to what mm. I needed to do, how I needed to realign and find more depth and, and meaning. Mm. Yeah. So that's that's it in a nutshell. Yeah. There's so much more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. One thing I did want to touch on is how you mentioned when you were running your small business as mm. uh, the hairdresser, the hairdressing salon, which was very successful. Yep. Um, that's where we first met. I was your client. Yes. Um, and you said you felt that that space mm. that needed to be filled. And I think many small business owners feel that. Yeah. Um, and one thing that I have noticed um, in the space of working with small business owners as a coach and mentor is the reason why women going to small business is very different to the reason why men go into business. Absolutely. And I don't say, I'm not saying this in any way to be sexist or anything, but it just is how it is. Yeah. And what I've actually realised pretty much over just the last month um, after launching Boss Man Brain and our online group coaching platform for men is that a lot of the men who I've been coaching have actually been propelled into their own small business for security mm-hmm. or to do something that they want to do because they could no longer do their other job, yes. whether that be through injury or whatever, mm. mental health, they've had to change direction. Mm. Whereas women tend to embrace their masculine energy and go into business with a bit more of like, I can do this, I'm going to be self-sufficient. It's just a different energy. It's a different vibe as they enter into small business. Yeah, right. So what's your experience on that? Because I know you um, work with a lot of people on an intuitive level with yeah. energies. Yes. How have you experienced that? Because I know you do work with small business owners mm. in a healing space. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, just personally, me going, first of all, just, you know, I was always in the masculine, always in my head, always planning the next thing, always taking action. And just sometimes, well, usually all the time because there was no intuitive component or no listening to the softer feminine whispers of timing and flow and allowing things to happen to you, I was in total fear. Mm. And the masculine thrives, you know, the whole collective, the whole Mm. world has been based in this um, masculine way of living and thinking Mm -hmm. in in a 3D world Mm -hmm. for many, many years now. Mm -hmm. So... We are filling voids. Yeah. The masculine is all about getting shit done yeah. for the sake of achievement, for the sake of doing, and that is directly linked to the ego mind which thinks that it's um, seeking power, seeking enoughness, um, you know, seeking it, validation as well. All about validation. That's mm-hmm. all, that, that is the purpose of the masculine. Yeah. Um, however, if we just stay in the distorted masculine because that's that yeah. perspective and we don't introduce... Um, <clears throat> balancing our feminine because every person has a mas- masculine yeah. and a feminine side. So we're not just talking about male or females. No. Here. We're talking about within ourselves. And if we don't introduce and balance and recognise the missing pieces of us mm. um, and, and for most people because of the way we've been conditioned and programmed to think the masculine way of seeing and doing life is the way to do it, mm-hmm. but that's when we realise something's missing. Yeah. And that missing feeling I've since worked out is our soul, our true essence calling us home to ourselves yeah. to know the other parts that are not that have been missing yeah and for most people it is the feminine whether yeah. they're male or female mm. yeah it's the the sitting in the not knowing it's allowing for solutions to come it's allowing and knowing that we're all guided and things will pop into the space at just the perfect time if we get out of our own way sometimes mm-hmm. so it's this beautiful dance but mm. most of us are taught to just not listen for the dance and just yeah. go just yeah. do it yeah all action and that's why my ankle yeah. happened yeah <laughs> to stop me in my tracks Absolutely. to wake me up yeah 
Well, there's a heap of suppression going on there. If we're not listening to the natural, the, our natural intuition, which we are born with we as born humans, with, you know, and I think sometimes down. as humans we forget that we're actually animals yes. and animals are hugely, you know, intuitive creatures yeah. Yeah. and so are humans. But we are, as you mentioned, conditioned to suppress yeah. what naturally comes well, we forget, to us. Actually, yeah. so, you know, we're born as true soul essence and everyone incarnates and this could get a little controversial. Yeah. <laughs> but, but my belief is that we come for many lifetimes and mm. our soul, that's our true soul. And it comes in the form of, you know, that's unique each time. Mm-hmm. There could be male, female, animal, any form, mm. that whatever your soul needs to grow yeah. and evolve. I just don't want to be like a fly or something. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine what you see. Because I like you. <laughs> well, there you go. Could yeah. have an upside. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And so we we are, as children, when we're first born, it's scientifically proven that um, for a period of time, depending on your environment mm. and your set circumstances, you do stay in that true love essence and remembering of the soul wholeness and mm-hmm. completeness but then we start to forget because the 3d earth reality suppresses and stops us from remembering who we truly are and that's where the learning comes yeah so then it's the great remembering that's so fascinating because um i remember so i've got three children and every single time one of them was born i was like you've been here before (laughs) you know like when ziva was born she just was like hello world i'm here to take over Mm. sam we called him benjamin button because he was like this little old man who just reincarnated feel it can't you yeah and patrick was just like i'm ready for you you know like they and this was day one like literally out of womb they're like buzzing with this own natural soul vibe yep yeah exactly one of my children actually remembers a past life they were an indian male and they're female um and has flashback dreams still to this day of um living in the slums and yeah it's really fascinating and i didn't know at that time how to manage it and i would think she was making it up but it's become it become more intense and more reliable as reminding her who she is and who she's been and yeah, it's it's fascinating. That There's is, so many yeah. amazing books on this. Yeah. Um, Wayne Dyer has, before he passed away, um, conditioned, uh, not what's the word, commissioned, a, an awesome series of books that speak directly to children um, so that were scientifically gathered the information of them remembering wow. past lives. It's, it's wow. really, really interesting. That's so fascinating. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. 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 So we're That's here to remember. To read list. Yes. Yeah. You'll love it. I've, I've got it. That's our first recommended reading <laughs> for today's podcast. Yeah, and I can't remember the name. <laughs> we'll, we'll put, put it in, in the show notes. <laughs> 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 awesome. This is why we work together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's a really good segue then into just tell us what a life purpose mentor is. You yeah. obviously got this phenomenal experience throughout your life of coming back to your intuition and mm. um, yeah we'd love to learn how that um, works with your business and then how it works with your clients yeah um, bring them back to their intuition and, yeah and their soul thanks em great question um i'll just step back a little bit so at towards the end of my hairdressing career when it just wasn't feeling good mm. it wasn't feeling good mm. anymore I was in there, my physical body was speaking to me, I would come home exhausted, I had very little energy because I was working against my natural rhythm and my natural flow of what was at, what I was really meant to be doing. So mm-hmm. my body was trying to speak to me. So if you've got physical symptoms and feeling mentally exhausted with the work that you're currently doing, just be aware that that could be an intuitive way that your, your body wisdom is incredible and it will be a, a way that it's trying to 
tell Absolutely. you to course correct. Yeah. So I had no idea, but what I did know is this ain't feeling good anymore yeah. and I want to feel fulfilled. I want to feel yeah. satisfied and I want to be really making a difference in the world. That's mm-hmm. a really high value for me. Um, so when w- that's what I did know. Yeah. I did know that this ain't working but I can't because at this stage it was maybe 25 years into hairdressing. It's all I've known myself. Wow. You know, yeah. It's a huge identification for my ego to know myself as this, a business owner. Or, you know, I had all this stuff built up. I was earning, mm. you know, Multi, like thousands of thousands of dollars. I had a lot of security. Mm-hmm. It was it was really supporting me on every level. It, yeah. On paper, it made no sense to look at what this feeling was sure. or what I was being guided to do. But I did. I started listening. I, and the great thing about myself that I can celebrate right here in this moment is I'm willing. Mm-hmm. So even though I've got lots of fear, I'm yeah. really willing to listen and go, okay, I haven't trusted you ever but I know something's up. Mm. And so I started meditating so I could quieten the chatter because I had a very busy mind. And then I learned to just slowly but surely feel the pull towards mm. stuff. And I got out of my own way so things started to aligning. Mm. So I've forgotten the question already. <laughs> <laughs> Life purpose <laughs> mental. Yes, that's yeah. it. So it didn't start off looking like that, Em. Yeah. It was why I wanted to go there because what happened was I was I had no idea. I was in a lot of suffering because I, I knew it wasn't hairdressing but I was show, trying to show up every day and earn the money yeah. for my mm. family and that's always a really painful in-between yeah. world's place mm-hmm. of limbo land and a lot of people – stay in that for their whole life they know their career isn't what they want to do and they live in fear and they stay there yeah I just wasn't willing it was far too painful for me so um I slowly but surely um started to get out of my own way but in the meantime in the not knowing a friend came in and said there's Doreen Virtue who was an angel oracle chick Mm mm-hmm can't remember her official title. She's not doing that anymore. No, just an <laughs> angel talk about what she's doing yeah, now she, anyway. she's doing other stuff. Anyway, she, it was her last tour and she was coming to Melbourne and I had one card deck of hers that I would pull out when I was in suffering and pain maybe once or twice a year. That's the only time I would bring cards out. Mm. My sister um, has always been intuitive, um, a tarot card reader, and I thought she was hippie weird and totally thought we were just not on the same page at all. Couldn't see anything just Thought it was like weird, like mm-hmm. so weird. So and didn't trust really what she was doing, just thought she was the different one and I'm really just mainstream, Sally, and off you go. Anyway, I, I said to my friend, yes, but I wanted to just get away from my family, have a weekend away, have a bath, go and buy some shit. <laughs> I love yeah. the honesty. Yeah. <laughs> that's it, That's all I was going for. Yeah. I honestly didn't think it was for mm. me. But I just thought, oh, yeah, spiritual, maybe a little bit about card reading. Okay. I might go, but I'd rather go and buy some shit and read yeah. a book in the bath. That's yeah. really what I was focused on. And yeah. my friend um, was keen and she was her a little head of the journey at the time and she got it and she knew what it was about for her. And so we went in and I wasn't going to go that first morning, um, but I, okay, yep. So I walked over with her. We stayed just across the road and walked into the room and I'm not going to lie, within a couple of minutes I was crying, mm. like total like lost in this music. This Her husband was playing this incredible music. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember what he, it was just like totally like whipped me and my heart just flung right open and I just thought I'm home. I'm meant to be here. Yeah. This is incredible and I don't 
get this. I don't get why I feel like this, but I'm so meant to be here. Mm -hmm. So I sat down and I'm crying and I couldn't understand the overwhelming response of my body. But over the course of that weekend, that course, which taught me how to tap in and listen and trust my Mm -hmm. intuition, which you used as the blah technique, which is you just let it flow. You just, you literally just blah it out. And Mm -hmm. she took all the boundaries, all the the obstacles out of it and just said, you just, whatever visually is coming in, whatever you feel, whatever you're sensing, you just say it. And I couldn't believe it, but (laughs) over that weekend, total strangers I could read yeah. I could understand what they were going through I knew things about their life and it totally changed everything yeah. I come home and in the car I was given the, the name soul nurturer came into my mind mm-hmm. and that's how I started mm. so I, I come home and put a little tiny sign in my hair salon said oracle card reading typed about this small tiny so no like 14 and um you know cut $25 for one card to like had no idea how this worked just like I'll do this and just tentatively scared out of my like scared shitless like just putting a tiny little finger in the water totally and thought these people don't know me as this how but you know and then Mm. I started a whole nother business on the side soul nurturer Mm -hmm. and totally focused on that small business that can buy, I had them together, but I had it separate. It was the weirdest thing I've ever navigated. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't know how to how yeah. to do that, but I just made it up mm. and um, flew by the seat of my pants and listened to my intuition, which is not really flying yeah. by the seat of pants at all. And um, and I eventually, eventually kept listening, kept listening, mm. kept listening. And last year, only last year, went through a whole. Um, mentoring process of my own yeah. of like-minded spiritual uh husband and wife right actually I don't know if they are married but they're a gorgeous couple and um they took me through an eight-week journey sure. that I thought was a small business journey but turned yeah. out to be total self-loving mm-hmm. journey um coming home to myself so well. yeah. <laughs> yeah. and um it set me up to know exactly how I wanted to serve in the world mm. and my power, my light, what I'm here to, like I just know now what I'm yeah. meant to be doing. And so yeah. really it's only been 12 months. I started in November last year with them. So yeah. eight weeks over November, December and January, started my own um, manifesting a life of purpose 12-week journey yeah. yep. with women at the start of this year and started before I'd even finished their yeah. So I was in week five. Mm. Um, I had six women that I was mentoring within four weeks. Yeah. That's how tuned in and aligned it all was totally I was making the program up on the run yeah totally like they were doing week two three and four and I was yeah. designing five six and seven mm-hmm. <laughs> and talk about this a lot that's <laughs> how you roll you yeah. know as we mentioned before we started recording yeah. is yeah. that you know one of my clients said to me April you're the queen of imperfect action yes and that's exactly the most beautiful example mm. of imperfect action yeah. and often people are fearful to start something because they don't have the whole box and dice wrapped up ready for presentation but the key is to do exactly what you do because as we evolve as long as we're a couple of steps ahead of our clients or whoever we are serving yes that's okay and it means that we're actually in closer proximity to their real life if you're Mm. too far away you know it's too far away it's why I say I do not coach corporates yeah I don't care how much, you know, a corporate would come and offer me to go in and coach them. I'm just not a match for you. Yeah. I work with small business owners because yes. we're close. That's what you know. So the same with you with your mentoring. Yeah. 
it's close proximity. It means more to yes. the people. Yeah. 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 So a life purpose mentor, yeah. can I just finish off yeah. there, <laughs> is someone who has navigated the awakening journey and is in the awakening journey, maybe just a few, as you said, a few steps ahead, um, but understands it because she's intimately mm-hmm. dove in and she's, um, you know, done it all herself. She's done the the wrong way, the hard way every way (laughs) and she can now help you navigate what it's like to come home to yourself Mm -hmm. and to find real meaning and purpose in your life and to know why you're you're born and what you're here to do to what your skills your talents are and why why you why now Mm, yeah what's important about that so um and the reason why it's been so successful i've helped so many women this year is because of the realness the rawness Mm. the um approachability and I'm living it. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the trenches of life just as they are. You mm-hmm. know, I'm, I'm no level above them. I'm totally doing it and um, I can help support them because mm-hmm. I know exactly how harrowing and challenging and how lost and disconnected you feel when you don't know who you are mm-hmm. and when you know there's more for you and you don't know how to find that mm-hmm. and when you're so lost and, like, you know, and you're seeking it in outside validation and mm. your relationships are fucked because you're just, yeah. you know, you don't know who you are yeah. and you're looking mm. for love yeah. in all the wrong places. <clears throat> and, yeah, it's it's a big calling yeah. and um, I'm taking it seriously. Yeah, that's mm. awesome. And I love what you just shared because what I see with a lot of small business owners who come to me for small business coaching often is that and they have been so in the trenches of their small business for you know maybe five to ten years Mm. that they then effectively lose their identity of who they are or that's changed and they actually don't know anything about themselves anymore Mm. all they know is how to do what they do in their business and then if you were to ask them so what do you like to do yeah they don't know exactly what's your favorite food they don't know, yeah. you know, because, because we're on autopilot. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, and there's this sense of being lost. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, coming home to ourselves and awakening is stepping out of the autopilot, mm. really engaging in your life in a really meaningful yeah. way, you know, n- knowing what you're here for and what's purposeful and intentional for you to focus on. Mm-hmm. And it then drops away all the scattered energy, the mm-hmm. panicking and the running around, yeah. doing things that aren't aligned with you. Yeah. That's where the feminine action comes in, yeah. you know, where the feminine knows exactly what she's here for yeah. And, yeah. and she can trust yeah. and she doesn't have to panic and she's not in fear. She knows yeah. her power yeah. and then she hands it over to the masculine who takes it from there and actions it you know and it's such a beautiful dance when we can know it yeah for ourselves i think it you know it opens that space for passion and joy to come back absolutely you know i solemnly believe that we're not here to rock up go to a job pay bills and you know work 14 to 16 hours a day i think that's a load of crap yeah Um, but that's what we've been conditioned that's what we're conditioned to do and Mm -hmm. and when you're doing something like that when you're pulling you know 80 90 100 hour weeks where is the room for passion and joy yeah. and human connection? I think um, this is a big space to be evolved. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, if we bring it back to our listeners, Em, you can have passion, connection, love in your life, and that can include what you do for your choice of small business exactly. operation. Like yeah. Sally's very happy running her small business 
doing what you mm. are doing and you've evolved and allowed yourself yeah. to evolve over time yes. because we change you've got to keep moving and, yeah. yeah you've got to keep listening yeah and knowing when it's not feeling right anymore and I'm at, yeah. right at that phase now where I know 2020 I can't do my planning right now because mm-hmm. I know some things I've been doing some deep healing over sure. the last few months mm-hmm. and so I know that the version I need to be to do what I'm going to be doing in 2020 is still being born. Yeah. She's still emerging. So I'm trusting in that feminine and just stopping and slowing and I'll know when I'm clear, mm. you know, and there's no point forcing just because 2020 is coming yeah. what 2020 is going to yeah. look like yeah. when I'm not the version yet. Yeah. Yeah. There is no space yet for me to know clearly what, how this is going to, um, you know, I know I still want to serve women and, and but I know there's another layer. I know mm-hmm. there's a podcast here. You know, I know I know there's some things, more yeah. my voice. I need to speak. I need to get out there more. Um, and thank you for this invitation because yeah. it's, <laughs> it's perfectly part, aligned. It's part of, part of me stepping more and more into what I need to share um, with everyone. So, yeah, I think allowing yourself to know you're always going to change and if it's yeah. not feeling good, it's because you need to change yeah. some things. Yeah. I just wanted to bring you back up on something you mentioned before because you used the word harrowing. Yeah. And that just gave me this really gut feeling. Because, Emotional response, yeah. Yeah, because Sally and I worked through some stuff for me when um, I resigned from my position of general manager of mm. our holiday park, which I had invested so much time in. I had been there, living there since I went there for the first time when I was 23, mm. moved there when I was 24, worked as GM for like six years, blood, sweat and tears. Mm. But the same thing, it wasn't working for me on an intuitive level anymore and I was sitting in my back office actually working on my new business, Cabin Connect and Boss Lady Brain. But then to step away from the role as GM and the ego and, you know, the control Mm. was harrowing. I was sad. I was really sad for quite a long time. I would say like 18 months. Yes. So I think for a business owner to... Um, embrace that journey to be mindful it doesn't happen overnight yeah and this emotion that really comes from the gut yeah like it's it's real you yeah. you were once super passionate about hairdressing or running the caravan park or doing what you used to do and yeah. we were once really passionate Absolutely. about that yeah but we evolved and we effectively have to give ourselves time to grieve yeah that. absolutely and, and that's exactly what I did when I you know left the corporate world I always knew yeah. I wanted to go into small business but there was so much fear going into small business, but there was also so much I, of my own identity linked Wrapped to up. my yeah. career. Yeah. Yes. And, and it was it was a grieving process. Yeah. We yeah. did that earlier this year. Yeah, and the pain is just the resistance. That's yeah. what I've learned. You know, it's it's not actually the change because change is inevitable. Yeah. It's life. You know, change is change and it's actually good. Yeah. But, we're, again, we're conditioned to fear change. Yeah. We mm. don't think it's a good thing, so we hold on for dear life and we resist the F out of it. Yeah. And that's where the pain and the harrowing yeah. experience comes from. If yeah. we could just know that on the other side of letting go and free-falling, yeah. the universe will catch us. Yeah. You know, God, your higher power, yeah. you know, that we're being witnessed, we're being guided. Yeah. There, there's something good on the other side of yeah. every release, every death, every – there's a rebirth. Yeah. There's a new door that opens. It's, yeah. This is the cycle of life. Yeah. This is how it works. So yeah. 
to trust that and to come to yeah. complete faith about that. That's really what I love getting women to that place because when you, when you can trust your, your flow mm-hmm. of life and not hold on, mm-hmm. and I think you're getting much better at April. Yeah, April, much better. At, at <laughs> I'm just like let shit go. <laughs> 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 you know, yeah, it's it's a much easier ride. Yeah, and you can find joy mm. there because you in the trust you can just settle in the curiosity of it all yeah like yes. oh, i wonder how this is going to work out this yeah. is interesting this, this might feel really awful right now but hang on it's going to pass it's going to pass and it's going to show me something that yeah. i couldn't even see on my exactly. radar yeah, yeah. yeah. look at all the learning yeah. that we've all had in the last three months of 2019 oh, absolutely. it's absolutely massive you know huge yeah. massive yeah. about yeah. ourselves about our life the clarity the truth that's come in for all of us in our own unique way of who we are what we're meant to be releasing mm. what isn't going to be held on and kept Correct. in 2020 mm. you know in all the listeners you know they all know what i'm talking about that their, their own personal truth has become really clear mm. about what is no longer necessary yeah. and we don't need to hold on to that version of mm. us those you know, those outdated beliefs mm. about who mm. we thought we were and the things we've been, you know, holding on to, relationships, businesses, mm. careers, all of that has started to drop away. Mm. So we've been all really asked to step into a lot of faith and trust. Yeah, yeah. moving into the new year. Yeah. I've seen something, and this is totally off the segment, so we'll go back to ask our questions soon. We don't soon. have to go back to that. Um, but <laughs> I have always been fascinated with, um, you know, like the Chinese, like Year of the Rat and Year sure. of the Dog and yeah. all of these sorts of things. Mm. And I only just read something this morning, I you know, again, just popped up on my news feed and it was like 2020 is year of the rat. Well, I'm the rat. Mm. And, you know, Trent always jokes around with me. Uh, for the listeners, Trent is my husband, um, but I have a rat nose and I can oh. sniff out anything, not because I look like a rat, but I'm very good yeah. with scent. Um, but I, um, year of the rat, I always do associate with that because yeah. that's my, yeah. my symbol. And it said 2020 and I'm actually pumped for 2020. I'm like, bring it mm-hmm. on, you know, because yeah. I feel like. I'm ready. Yes. So what's your sort of thoughts with people on these energy if they're feeling similar? Because like you said, yours is the opposite. You're like, mm, I'm coming 2020, you know, yeah, just give me yeah, a minute. Yeah, but yeah. I'm like 2020, Yeah, let's yeah, go, yeah. you know. So there's yeah. different energies for different yeah. different people. Yeah, I've learned to just um, very much trust what is going to be will be, what is meant for me will be for yeah. me. Um, so I know I can't miss anything, yeah. okay, and when I'm sitting in that certainty and knowing. That's really powerful. Can you just re- say that again for our listeners because I think a lot of our listeners, you know, the title of our podcast is Talking Things Business Social and Llamas. Um, I don't think any llamas feel that they miss something, but maybe they do. Oh, a little yeah. llama. Um, <laughs> but just, yeah, people are fearful they're going to miss mm. something. Yeah. Well, our ego mind, our false self, that's the voice in our head, tells us all the time, oh, I want that, I desire that, I need that in my mm. life, you know. So we chase after things, we make things happen, and usually it's for a, a temporary sense of fulfilment, of mm-hmm. goodness, of happiness, you mm-hmm. know, but it's all temporary because mm-hmm. anything outside of us um, in the material realm in this 3D reality that we've got going on here Mm. um it's all temporary Mm -hmm. until you know yourself as as truth and as complete and whole and love and that's a higher version of ourselves we're always going to be chasing after those things Mm -hmm. so as part of my own involvement I've come to know and trust that 
the, the truth of it all is everything, there's a lot of um, fated, destined things mm. that we are meant to experience and mm. that is all led, we are led to those experiences. Yep. Now, yeah. there's free will too because we're human, okay? Yeah. So while we're not tapped into that soul truth, the ego will still lead us often through more challenged drama. Yep. Yes. Paths. We will still get the learning and lesson and we will still bump up against the things we're meant to have, but it could be the long way around. Yeah. So now with further alignment with the listening, I can totally trust that everything I'm meant to experience in 2020 will be. Yeah. And I will find my way there. I don't need to panic. I don't need to buy into the voice in my head that tells me if I don't push, if I can't see this, if I don't know this, if I don't have this all scheduled mm. out, if I don't have the rhythm and, a, you know, again, that's my masculine side. Yeah. So I ride the dance or take the dance or the opportunity to see it that when I'm meant to know and I'm meant to, I will, it'll be clear. Yeah. And then I can take action on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't need to panic about time. Yeah. I learned time is just an illusion. Yeah. It's a construct. It totally yeah. is. It totally mm. is from the highest perspective. Okay. Yeah. I know as humans we all operate over the, uh, around a 24-hour clock and I get that we that's our life. So yeah. I don't want the listeners to think, no, oh, she's off our tits. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the truth. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but from the highest perspective, because we are limitless beings and we come many, many times, mm. You know, the, the pressure we put on ourselves to have yeah. the 2020, you know, because 2019 was going to be my year and yeah. it has been my year. I remember when the year 2000 was going to be the thing. Exactly. I remember that countdown. Yeah. It so it's great. great. It's a new yeah. decade. Yes. A new opportunity. Mm-hmm. They're energetically, yes, year of the rat. And they do say if it's your year, that's often more yeah. of a challenging year though. Oh, thanks. So. <laughs> well, I'm just, here's me all geared up. And you're like, yeah, it's going to be shit. It won't be shit. Anything. You're going to learn so much. Yeah, yeah. I'm a half glass full. Yeah, yeah, well, it's a, you've got still a, it's, it's still it's like a tenth full. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so it's you're going to get exactly what you need this year, yeah. you know, and and it being your year means you're really tuned into the energy of the year. Mm. What I do know about 2020 is it's called the Aquarian Age, mm. and I'm going to just read a little yeah, bit off here. That'd be great. It's a new decade of fully embodying our truth. So it's much more about us coming from a 3D condition programmed non-awaking autopilot existence to and now a good percentage of of the planet is uh, awakening now they're Mm. questioning things at the very least yeah but for those who are you know further along because it's a process the awakening journey goes on you know for your whole life and lifetimes Mm -hmm. Um, and we're not all meant to awaken completely in each lifetime so Mm -hmm. some come to some truth in Mm. in a lifetime but it's not necessarily every otherwise your soul wouldn't need to come back to keep evolving does Mm -hmm. that make sense but there's more souls that have incarnated many times that are awakening at this time to the truth. Mm-hmm. This is like just coming to me, Greta, the world warrior. Yes, exactly. Yes. Did you see that photo of that child from like 200 years yes. ago or whatever? Yes. Maybe not 200, maybe it's an exaggeration. It looks yes. exactly like her. So they call her a time traveller. Yes. So it might have been that then she wasn't ready to do what she was correct. doing, yes. but now exactly. And, and throughout she is. history there have been so many girls of such a similar age that have taken a stance Mm. against whatever is the major societal issue Mm. and and they've been the ones that have brought about the change, that have brought about the level of awakening that's needed to happen in Mm. that moment and in that time. Mm. Um, There's a a Native Indian girl that's doing a very similar um, thing in America at the moment Mm -hmm. with their water um, water rights and and land rights as well. So it's a really interesting space Mm. and I think um, 
that is, we're just going to see more and more of it yeah. in, in 2020 and that, that feminine energy rising where we, we really need to nurture Mother Earth and we really need to mm. nurture, so nurture the feminine in ourselves and, um, you know, I'm kind of excited. Yeah, to see. it's very exciting because the, the youth are no longer conditioned to think that, you know, they have to get to their 40s or 50s and find their yeah. power. They now have an inner voice that, that they are feeling a sense of urgency within them to speak the truth against governments, against Absolutely. pharmaceutical yeah. companies and everyone else that's the banking system, everything yeah. else that needs a big overhaul. It's yeah. not going to serve us moving forward. Yeah, the youth are no longer quiet, quieted or silenced right. anymore, you no. know, They've got such access to technology yeah. and information mm-hmm. that there's no none of this like off limits sort of stuff for kids. Yeah. They just know. Like, yeah. Often they know more than us. Yeah, yeah and because of the age of technology, yeah. they are so researched. They are so in the knowing, and all the you know conspiracy theories, or you know they they do their own research. They can see through the BS. Yeah, yeah. They know who's got hoodwinking who and who's yeah. not telling the truth, and they're yeah. going to speak up about it. And that's yeah. exactly what's going on. Yeah, I've got a nearly nine year old in that. She definitely speaks up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely. what they, they've chosen to in, uh, incarnate and have that experience. Yeah. They are, you know, if, if that's their calling, they will know it. They yeah. will feel it just just like we eventually yeah. do. Yeah. So, yeah, the Aquarian Age is going to be very interesting. The next 10 years are definitely about stepping into knowing yourself as a cosmic and spiritual soul mm-hmm. and not just a human having yeah. a 3D experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, if you haven't got the calling or you you've been working in your small business in just a very head masculine yeah. space it's it's really not going to serve moving forward to just operate from that well this is to talk on a global level is that mm-hmm. we have been through the muscling age exactly. we've been through the brain phase mm-hmm. and now we're entering to the heart phase of business it where heart, the heart-centered approach in business is so important and yeah. um you know i was fortunate enough to um meet and become friends with claude who is the chief heart officer yes. at vayner media which is gary vaynerchuk's um you know yes. company mm. and claude is there to look after the people yeah with big heart and yes. lots of love and care and compassion and i think that's amazing and yeah. i think that that's all that businesses energy. need to embrace that and the education and the healthcare system yes. um, need to look at this heart approach of yeah. really looking after people yeah. um, from a heart space not just a head space yeah, yeah. A, a checklist space that's yeah yes we'll moving through the system it's yeah you know, systems and processes have got their, their place yeah. But when we do that without being connected to the heart and the emotion and what have you, then we we see this disconnect between the masculine and the feminine. We see this disconnect between the earth and corporations, Mm, you know. Like we're going through a massive climate change and and risk that's, Mm. you know, derived from this disconnect between the headspace and the heart space yeah. from a corporate perspective. Yeah. yeah. Now, so one thing, this is not on our questions that I want to ask you about, a lot of people who come from the spiritual world and um, I was fortunate to meet, I don't know if you're familiar with Kate Chippy Gray, she's in a mastermind that I'm in, she's a spirit lady, um, and she's speaking up about it's okay to be working in the spiritual nurturing space and make money, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know. So for people who might be listening to this, because yeah. I'm sure you've got a quite a big following for your business and what you do, mm-hmm. um, and if they are coming from a heart-centred space, a soul space, what's the sort of tips or guidelines that you would give them um, to be able to, one, do what you love and do what you're feeling called to do, but obviously you've still got to make an income to live. Yeah. So sometimes I think people 
feel that they just need to do it all for meaning and there's a bit of guilt around yeah. receiving money for yeah. the service you're providing. I've and heard I know a lot about that. Yeah, mm. I know you're very you like because you've come from business you've got a more of an understanding of business. Yeah. But what's your sort of thoughts on mm. that? I've heard I've heard of that and um, I know many other spiritual people who are wanting to create businesses who stall and have so much trouble getting into the industry or holding space for themselves in it because they just don't value. It's a worthiness issue yeah. ultimately. So yeah. if you've got a core wound around feeling enough mm-hmm. or, you know, to a, a big degree or not feeling worthy, then that will be reflected on what you see your value as and what you can charge. And yeah. that applies to every business. Yeah. But spiritually, yes, because it's like, you know, um, it's such an energy giving, you know, it's my time and space, just like you as a coach mm-hmm. and Emma as mm-hmm. a social media, you know, it's all time-based often. Yeah. There's not a lot of other things to it. But it's because the spiritual side, people think, you know, it should be given, it should yeah. be gifted, it should be, but it's nonetheless my gift and skill. Yeah. And just like you, you're, yeah. you know, Absolutely. Like gift it's and still skills. an energy exchange. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And it's a service and it's a service that changes lives. So mm-hmm. it should be valued. And Absolutely valued highly um so my prices and the way I see my worthiness has has definitely grown you know I've gone from the $25 card in the little frame in the salon yeah um to knowing my worth and knowing what this what working with me in a one-to-one session or doing the mentoring Mm. journey with me over 12 weeks what that how that changes people's lives and so the the value and the money um, the exchange is is reflected yeah. and I don't have any trouble with that, yeah. generally speaking. And I think that's really powerful that you share that because people need to listen to when you start to feel because some people said to me, oh, when did you know to put, when to put your price up? Yeah. And I'm like, well, when I started to feel a bit of a friction yeah. of like, exactly. oh, I'm worth more than that yeah. now. You I'm know? about to put my prices up for the same yeah. feeling. Because same you start to feeling. feel that like it's a bit of an abrasion yeah. on your soul yeah. and you sort of start to think, Oh, well, it's if just my client has just sent out $100,000 worth of invoices in one day, mm. I think I need to charge a bit more money. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> so these are the sorts of things that you start to think. But it's not until you've evolved and your clients get results and you get the feeling of being worthy and more confident that these things. So I really suggest people listen to that. Definitely. And that's when you make yeah. the next move and even before then hopefully because that, yeah. that's from the ego mind telling you now you're worthy because look what you've done yes you've done. Yeah. true i would suggest the other way because this is how i've always tried to operate and you know feel the fear and do it anyway has mm-hmm. been the motto yeah. through these last few years um joan of arc has guided mm-hmm. me nicely um is that if you what were we just talking about i've just lost my train of thought the increasing of your fees. Yeah, so so I would say work with that intuitively. Like um, for me, I've I've kept my prices, my one to one session prices, the same for about eighteen months, two years, mm-hmm. and I kept asking myself because my husband keeps saying, "Oh, you don't want to be greedy. You earn good money. Mm. Look what you do." You know, he has a different take on it. Mm. Yet I see in mm. in an hour session how I can bring in so much clarity and take away so much fog and heal and clear energy, and you know, it changes people. Yeah. <laughs> it changes how they see their life and what they can then go out and do from yeah. that place when, when they're not all clogged up with stuff. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I know the value in it. And, yes, again, we can get caught up. But if you don't intuitively look at your blocks because yeah. I've just kept it the same because I've been in the trenches like building it and learning and healing myself. And But now my, my worthiness level is at a level where I know 
to see myself as the next version, mm. that has to be a reflection of it's that as a, well. And evolving. It's a reflection. Yeah, yeah. evolving yeah. reflections. Yeah. Exactly. Evolving. So um, not listening to the naysayers, even if they are husbands, not listening, <laughs> yeah, not listening to, you know, any voice, including the voice in your head, because that's that's your false self. It's yeah. not your truth. Um, you know, if you tap in through in a meditative state, you'll know. Yeah. You'll know what's right yeah. for you. And you're right, you get that great you get that, that feeling that feeling it's not aligned. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah absolutely. Yeah. And did you have another question? Yeah. Um, so we'll bring it back a little bit around small business and what you do in your small business. Um, mm. So we'd love to get an understanding for our listeners, like how you use social media for your business mm. and how important that is to you. Yeah. I, t- the tech side of things is so not my jam. Okay, mm. I'll just be really honest. It's, I have learnt um, on the run totally just – learning, watching what other people do, just making mistakes. So I started with that Soul Nurture um, Mm -hmm. Facebook page that I talked Mm -hmm. about and Facebook has been my 80 to 90% of the only way I've built my business. Okay, Um, I've done an occasional ad in a magazine locally. Um, I've done... Very little other stuff, actually, mm-hmm. really in the biggest picture. Mm. Social media has been the only way. I, wow. That's the platform that I, yeah. I rely on and speak to every day, mm-hmm. okay, whether mm-hmm. I'm posting three times a day or I'm doing a live um, and sharing my knowledge and wisdom and hoping to impart, you know, something to make a difference for people there. Um it, it is the way I, I see that mm-hmm. my business operates, and I don't I don't consider any other format necessary. It, it's it it provides all my income. Kinds of connection yeah. that you need. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and people find me that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm no professional. Okay, as you know, Emma, I've asked you many questions. Um, That's what we're here for. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, I'm just learning on the run. I I. I learned a lot in that mentoring process yes. I did last year. They, mm-hmm. the, the husband was is the business masculine head business side and the female was the intuitive, beautiful, fluid, healing mm-hmm. chick and, you know, the two, the combination was amazing and I learned a lot from the flow of both of that energy. Sure. Um, so I'm not going to pretend I, I know but um, what I have done the last 12 months because, again, I've learned this from the process I went through is to funnel and know how to understand very clearly who my dream client is that I want to yep. work with in, mm. my, in my sessions and my program because I do work with women all over Australia. Sure. Um, so it's, it's not just in person. We do things across, you know, um, across the screen, across the phone, whatever format works for them, sure. Zoom, video, <coughs> messenger, um, you know, Facebook video messenger, whatever works. Um, So it's really important that I tune in and know clearly, and she has changed a little bit over Mm -hmm. the 12 months, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, her age, where she's at in her awakening journey has changed a little bit. Mm -hmm. I was happy to help people right at the start of the awakening journey and now I'm more interested when they're really ready and in a lot of pain Mm -hmm. and they want quick turnaround and they want results. They don't want to keep feeling that the yeah. suffering. They yeah. don't want to be lost and disconnected from themselves. They want to they want to know self-love. They don't want to stay in judgment and criticism and mm-hmm. um, be not having healthy relationships and not know that you know if their career is the one mm-hmm. and so much uncertainty. I want to help them. So I, because I'm clear, mm-hmm. I um, target my Facebook ads mm. um, to that. So Facebook is my you know majority. Mm-hmm. There's about four and a half thousand followers on that um and I've built that very organically 
prior to 12 months ago mm-hmm. and now I'm um, specifically paying minimal money yeah. to get the right people in front of my business that I can speak to directly about the program. Mm-hmm. The one-to-one sessions take care of themselves. Yeah. I'm busy with those yeah. um, every week. Yeah. Um, uh, so the program work is is what I speak to mostly on Beautiful. the page. Instagram is minimal. Mm-hmm. haven't understood that platform sure. very well. Totally didn't get it. Yeah think I'm just getting it now but I'm really just sharing I'm just being completely vulnerable and honest and nice. real and speaking to me and that's yeah. working mm. and translating on on Instagram but uh, yeah I'm totally not mm. it's not my jam at all yeah my husband is very tech savvy he does my um he does all my tax stuff all my in, invoices if there's any to be sent out most people pay me online and it's all done all get you know instant um because that needs to be like that for mm. me. Um, and he does my website sure. and maintains all that. Which he does a great website. I, does, say. So yeah. I was in a coaching session with one of my clients the other day who does similar work to you. Yep. And I was like, well, check out this website. Yeah. And I was like using your website and you use Acuity and you've got yes. a great website. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. we were stepping them through the process for yeah. your website because it is yeah. very good. It's so really good. anybody who is in the wellness space, space. Um, yep. check out Sally's website, which is sallyannwilliams.com.au. No, no, just, just dot com. Yep. So Sally and Williams. Yeah. I love, love. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Yes. <laughs> <Sally> <laughs> <Williams>. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah. Because sales page is actually really great um, and it steps you through the booking process into it integrates into Acuity, which is a great book, booking platform. Yeah. And then it also collects payment. Yes. Um, which is really so I'm great. into systems that make shit easy because yeah, I'm not in. I'm so not into it. And like, so if anyone problems. would have said to me, you know, you're going to be running this spiritual business and you're going to be earning, um, you know, so, like just a, an incredible amount of money from doing what I love and being rewarded. So, and you know, having this social presence, and mm. I would say no because mm. that's not. I can't do that. Couldn't visualize that and no, couldn't, couldn't well, it's imagine just, it. It's it's not my forte yeah. Yeah. at all. Yeah. But I'm learning and yeah. I'm stepping more into into knowing stuff mm. <laughs> about it. Now, I know we've probably missed a couple of questions, but we might have to get Sally back another time mm-hmm. to continue with that. So before we close out for the podcast, what are some things you'd like to share with our listeners today? Mm. Well, that's a big one, isn't it? <laughs> I did draw a card for us um, because I use cards Excellent. in, in um, part of my intuitive work. They're mm-hmm. like the stepping stone to the conversation and then other intuitive stuff starts flowing. So I might wrap it up with that. Is yeah, that I, asked, I asked as I was setting up for today, what do the listeners most need to hear from me today? What mm-hmm. is it that I can share that would, you know, serve everyone, including ourselves, yeah. um, the most? And mm-hmm. this is so I worked with the Goddess Dream Oracle with by Wendy Andrew for anyone playing along at home, and um, that's also into cards or wants to get into cards. And I got the Rhythm card, oh, nice, which is really Very beautiful. Beautiful Rhythm of Life. Um, just a beautiful card, really. With it that, is, that yeah. Drumming girl in front of a five. And yeah, number twenty-eight. Tune into the natural rhythm of life. So this is about exactly what we've mostly talked about, actually. Mm-hmm. In, uh, interestingly, but it is about being patient, yeah. about trusting your rhythm, mm-hmm. about not needing to force things mm-hmm. and be fearful and feel like you're missing out or you're not going to be able to do it. Or this is trusting in. I love the uh, rabbit symbology on here, which is course correcting. You know how rabbits dart oh, and they go yeah. back and forth. They know just intuitively, instinctively when they need to move from something that may not even yeah. be obvious 
fierce at that time and they start going off in another direction. Mm-hmm. So this is, and it's also got the fire burning here. So letting letting the things that aren't serving you right now, that aren't in alignment, finish off the year by letting those things be burnt away. Mm-hmm. Let them go, you know. Mm-hmm. D- yes, I know it's fearful to, to realise something isn't working but this is definitely guiding us to let it go and mm-hmm. to make the decisions that what isn't really working for us, no matter how painful or no matter how much your ego, your your mind says, I can't let that go, I am mm-hmm. I am because of that or I am, you know, for any other reason, you are safe now to let it be burnt away and to, mm-hmm. and to let it die and let it be released. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I know that sounds all very dramatic, but because the new is wanting to come in and if we can sit in this rhythm in 2020 and we can just allow ourselves to do the dance between the masculine and feminine and trust and learn to have faith in your journey in in your experience and let it just Mm -hmm. you know flow and sit in that I think that would serve us all really well to be patient to not we're not running out of time we're Mm -hmm. exactly where we're meant to be in any given moment Mm -hmm. and there's nowhere else to quickly get to you know, mm-hmm. we need to celebrate each moment. Mm-hmm. We need to find joy in yeah. the present moment. And if we mm-hmm. don't stay present and we're always looking in the future, this is where anxiety comes from because yes. we just, we're not feeling enough here. So when I get that, yeah. yeah, when I get that, when I'm this, then I'll be happy. No, happiness is here now yeah. and we need to find it. Mm-hmm. We need to be patient and allow ourselves to find it here yeah. in, the, in the moment. That's awesome. What a magic way to finish this podcast. Um, Sally, I just want to thank you for allowing us into your home and being a guest on our show um, and being our first ever guest on the Emma and April podcast. So I just thank you so much. Um, And, yeah, we're going to wrap up. Absolutely. Our, our podcast. So what a phenomenal um, guest speaker to have first up. Um, yeah, some big shoes to fill in the future, I yeah. think. So thank you, Sally. Um, Thanks for having before me. Before we quickly close out, where can people find you to work with you? Yeah, they can find me at sallyannwilliams.com yep. by the website or you can check me out on Facebook under Sally Williams, my name, um, Life Purpose Mentor. Perfect. You can check me out there yeah. on those platforms. Yeah, we'll have all the links in yeah. our show notes. Yeah, yeah we'll beautiful. put all the links yeah. up on our socials and our show notes. Uh, and, yeah, so thank you guys for listening. And until next time. Peace. Peace. <laughs>